Hello, dear friend. Welcome back to another episode of the Curious Neuron Podcast. My name is Cindy Huffington, and I am your host. I am a mom of three, and I have a doctor degree in neuroscience, and I am the founder of Curious Neuron, which is all about bringing you the science of your child's emotional health. What do you need to do as a parent to make sure that you can protect your child's mental health? I am also the co-founder of WonderGrade, which is um, which we have an app right now that helps your child develop emotional regulation skills. And in those moments of your child struggling with calming down before bed or after an activity, or when they're worried, um, this is the app that you need to help your child with the most beautiful character, Ollie, um, that really helps your child connect with the content. Today is uh, a solo episode and I wanted to address something or actually a conversation that I had with a friend of mine, uh, with a friend of mine. And we really, um, it became, we were talking about something else and, and then this sort of situation came up and we went deep into it. And I left this conversation thinking about it all day and thinking about how impactful that conversation was. Um, so basically, we were talking about uh, a three-day weekend that I had um, with my family and how um, I felt coming out of this three-day weekend. So when I say family, um, not my personal family, my husband and my kids, my extended family, actually. So I had an event, there was a wedding and it was out of town. So we had to all be together. And there's a particular family member that really struggles with um, hearing any type of feedback or regulating their own emotions. And I knew this going into this three-day weekend, I anticipated it. Um, But what I didn't anticipate um, was how I was going to physically feel after these three days, not just physically, but mentally as well. So leaving this three-day weekend, we were in the car and I just kept telling my husband, I don't feel well. I, I, I feel very unwell. I'm, I'm, I'm good at identifying when I'm not feeling mentally well, but I just, my whole body wasn't feeling well. My mind wasn't well. Um, I was coming away from a really beautiful weekend overall, but a particular family member, um, just, there were so many situations with this person who just says what they think. They don't think of the consequences. They like to start trouble, (laughs) Um, you know, uh, that kind of family member. And I was in the car talking and and, and kind of ruminating on certain things that I should have said to this person or should have stopped them from saying or ways I should have responded differently. So I was really ruminating hard on on all of these um, events that had happened in three days, just three days. Um, And then you know, I thought, okay, I, I I let it all out. I told my husband, uh, and and I should be feeling better now. And the rest of that ride home, and then dinner at home, and the next morning, I woke up still feeling uneasy, and I I, I didn't know how to let it out. I spoke to my husband about it again and said, I I am not well today. Um, I knew that it had to do with the weekend. But I didn't really know why. I mean, I knew it was because of this person. and But only once I started talking to him, it slowly started coming out. And then when I told the story to one of my friends, then it really hit home. The reason why I was feeling so shitty after three days with a person who cannot 
regulate their own emotions is because they were not creating a space for me to express my emotions. And this is how I was raised. I was raised in a way where my parents, and and my parents got divorced when I was young, so it was mostly my mother. And I'm not saying this to, because I don't even know if I have family members listening to this, (laughs) or my mom. Um, I am not pointing fingers at how I was raised. Um, I'm expressing how I was raised and how that impacted me today because we all have that. And you know that that's something I talk about a lot with Curious Neuron. We do have to go back to our childhood. Um, and that's what really helps us heal and and improve ourselves and work on ourselves now as parents. And thinking back to my childhood, I did not have a safe space to say, I, I'm not happy with you. I... I don't agree with you. I am sad because of what you said to me or how you treated me. Because any of those um, phrases or comments, expression of emotions, were kind of thrown back into my face with a how dare you talk to me that way. When in the end, what I really needed is was somebody or that person or my parents to say, what led to that? Why do you feel this way? What have I done to make you feel this way? Um, Perhaps my interpretation of their actions in that moment might have been wrong. I don't think so. But let's just say. (laughs) Um, But now that I'm a parent myself, when I was having this discussion with this particular friend, she had had a situation where her daughter was mad at her. And because my friend has been um, going through therapy herself to work on her own childhood and her own ability to manage and regulate her own emotions, she, in that moment when her daughter was saying, I'm not well and her behavior was off, and my friend said to her, what's wrong? Um, Is there anything you want to talk about? The child kept saying, no, I'm fine. Leave me alone. I don't want to talk about it. And then my friend kind of had an idea of what was going on and said to her daughter, are you mad at me? Are you mad at me for ABC reasons? And her daughter looked up at her and said, yes, I'm mad at you. And my friend said to her daughter, that's okay. You're allowed to be mad at me. And I understand why you're mad at me. You might not understand the reason why I did or said what I said or did what I did. But I did it for a reason and I hope you can trust my reason for it and it'll get better. But I know that now is a really hard time for you and it's okay to be mad at me. Wow. When my friend said, when my friend said this to me as we were having the discussion of my weekend, I realized that I had never had the opportunity to hear that from my own parent and that if we, you, all of us could have had that moment with our parents that they would have said, it's okay to be mad at me. Not that you're wrong or how dare you? How how could you be mad at me? Our kids are allowed to be mad at us because we are allowed to mess up. And if we can give them that safe emotional space to allow them to express themselves and say, they are mad at us for whatever reason, or they are sad because of something we did intentionally, perhaps, or unintentionally. 
what an amazing skill to have as an adult once they get older to tell their partner how you cannot speak to me that way or you cannot do that. I am not okay with you having said or done whatever you said or did. And that makes me mad. What an amazing skill to be able to express that later on as an adult. And what an amazing skill it is to be able to hear it as an adult from your partner or from your children. We are going to set up our children for success, for emotional success, for wonderful communication with their friends, with their partners, with their colleagues, with their bosses by creating such an emotionally safe space for them when they are young. But we cannot do this unless we learn how to be comfortable with our emotions, how to hear somebody tell us that without feeling that they are attacking us. By you know, working on ourselves and, and, and our confidence as parents, as partners, as humans, we need to do the work on ourselves. It takes a shit ton of work to first work on yourself before you could be able or be at the, the place in your life to hear somebody say, especially your child, that they are mad at you. And I was never given that opportunity as I know many of us were not. So how about we start this week with that reminder that we want to create that kind of safe emotional space for our child. It starts with us and it's not easy work, but we need to do that work so that one day when our child is old enough to say, I hate you or I'm mad at you, we can actually um, return that kind of comment with curiosity and compassion. There must have been something we did or said said or done. Maybe they don't even have a reason, but we cannot change how they feel in that moment. We wouldn't want somebody doing that to us. If our partner does that to us and doesn't validate our emotions, it makes us feel pretty crappy. We don't want to do that to our kids. But we also didn't learn how to do that because our parents may not have been raised that way themselves. Even if we have, you know, I had this discussion with um, a different friend of mine who had an amazing upbringing and amazing parents and super supportive parents has a very close relationship with their parents right now, but they never gave them that space to express emotions and to teach them and never taught them what to do with those emotions. So there's a lot that goes on with that. But my specific take home today is um, about creating that safe space for our child. And if that particular family member, and I don't want to call them out, doesn't matter who they are, if they at this three-day weekend were somebody that I would have been able to say, you can't speak to somebody that way, um, even if it's to me, not to me, but it were just upsetting people around them. And if I would have I have been working on my boundaries and expressing myself for the past couple of years, I would say about five years now. And I'm generally able to say that now to friends and obviously to my partner and allow my kids to have that safe space. But this particular person doesn't allow me to do that because they have not done the work on themselves. Until they do the work, I will never be able to say what I need to say to them and that's what led to three days of me holding all these emotions inside, 
three days of me not being able to set a boundary or the boundaries I needed to set that I've been learning how to set um, because of this person not being able to not having done any of the work on themselves. So please do not not do the work on yourself. We owe this to our children to start recognizing where we need to make changes in our home, where we need to make changes within their environment, because we know way too much from research um, about the environment that our child is in and how much that impacts their emotional health. And it starts with us. It's not easy. I've said it before and I'll say it again. It is not easy work um, and takes a lot of time, but it's all about baby steps. And I know that you can do this. If you are listening to this or you feel that, um, you know, a friend of yours needs to work on this or a partner of yours or your parents or your in-laws or your child's caregiver or educator, share this episode with them. Um, and, and just know that you are not alone in this journey of having to work on yourself. But if you want to create an emotionally safe space for your child, it needs to start with you. Um, you need to be that emotional safe space, which means you need to be at the place where you can hear what they have to say. I hope today's episode was helpful. It's a short one. Um, but I needed to get this out. And I think that conversation was really impactful. I journaled about it that day. Um, I'm talking about it to you. I've been talking to friends and other friends about this conversation. Just that realization of that emotionally safe space for kids starts with us. I know I feel like I've said it before, but just saying it this way um, really helped me. And I hope that it helps you as well. You are not alone in your parenting journey. Um, you can always reach out to me at info at kirsteron.com. I appreciate that you are here and listening to this. Don't forget to rate the Kirsteron podcast on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify and send me an email. I will send you a free PDF as a thank you. And there's always the Kirsten Ron Academy and the blog posts and our Instagram posts as well. You can visit kirstenron.com and follow us on Instagram at curious underscore neuron. I hope you have a wonderful and lovely week. I will see you next week. Bye.